are dreamers, leaders, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so much more. We are Supernovas. What's up, everybody? I'm GB, and this is Conquering the New World, a show that combines the life lessons told in anime with our shared experience. What's up, Supernovas, and thanks for joining us on this episode of Worst Generation Podcast. Today, we're going to be interviewing a very special guest. But before I introduce uh, the guest of the hour, I want to first introduce the crew members that I have with me today. First up is uh, the boy, uh, the boy, that boy, Frankie. <laughs> what's, what's good, y'all? It's your favorite Supernova's favorite Supernova, that boy, Frankie. Hitting y'all with that super. Putting on for the casual anime fan. How you doing, GB? I'm doing good, Kazo, man. Happy to be here. Happy to have the casual anime fan representation here. Uh, what's actually dope, because I have someone that loves that you say that in the intro. Another, uh, a friend of a friend of a co-worker. So, yeah, put me on there. Put me in the yeah, game, coach. I knew he was about to Lately. say put me on. Yeah, he always say that shit. So keep doing what you're do doing. Uh, upgrading, upgrading from the casual anime fan to the uh, profit. You know him and love him as Sensei the Glove. Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy Sensei the Glove, the bald head, black anime nerd, back at y'all with some more great content, talking to some pretty cool people or a pretty cool person. Dopeness is about to consume you, so stay tuned. And uh, last but not least is myself. But uh, yeah, I really don't like introductions, so we're going to go ahead and get into the guest. Um, our guest today, we're very excited to have her on the podcast. I think that this is her first podcast, so that's even more exciting for me to be the first person to introduce her to the podcast realm. Uh, she is a streamer, a cosplayer, a photographer, a graphic designer, and she's also a member of the Divine Nine, which is interesting because all three of the people in the pod tonight are noobs besides her. Uh, and she's also a group chat administrator because... In the Greek anime chat, she was the one that gave me the rules and told me to sit my sit my ass down. So, uh, <laughs> introducing Tatted Poodle, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yo. Yo, yo. That was a, quite an intro. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't I didn't know who you were until Sensei had, like, informed me, uh, like, you know, this is Tatted Poodle. He, he gave me an Instagram. And then I remembered, like, a long time ago, uh, you were the person, like, that came in the group chat and just, like, told me, like, these are the rules of the group chat. And you, it was actually it was actually this pod that I was posting that got me in trouble because it was, like, the second or third episode. And I was, like, posting, like, hey, check out the pod. And people was, like, oh, we don't self-promote. And then you gave me, like, the whole rundown of rules and rules. Uh. And, was, like, and was, like, was, like, I do kick people. And so I was like, "Oh snap!" I, I was, like, I was on, like, I was on, I was on my shit. Like, fuck you, me. Like, I'm talking to myself. Shit. Like, she thinks she for the, she thinks she for the kick me. Do she know who the fuck I am? And then this other nigga hops in the hops in the chat, talk about who the fuck. I think he slandered Rock Lee or some shit. And Buddy, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Buddy was toast. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, was like, I don't <laughs> play that. I do not play anything related to Rock Lee. I do not play. Oh, that's your man's man's like. For that real? is. Okay. I call myself Rock Lee's baby mama for a reason. I do not play when it comes to Rock Lee. I'm such a huge fan of him, and the people that bash him, they bash him for stupid reasons. Like they're not blaming the person that fucked them up, which is the writer. Like oh, he's like he's yeah, literally I was, I was the best. Definitely waiting to see where he was going with that. I'm like, ooh, who he's fucked him up? Definitely <laughs> the best side character in Naruto, That's and it's just like in Shippuden, it just went all downhill. So, so I had a question in regards to Rock Lee. Since we're on the topic, um, if you had to say, if you had to blame anybody for what happened to Rock Lee, uh, not in regards to the plot, but more so like his injuries and shit like that, would you blame more Gara or Guy? Mm. The thing is, like, regardless of what happened um, pre-Shippuden, I would have to blame Gara, but that's only because of his bloodlust. And that's technically the One-Tails' fault, so it's not even Gara's fault. So I would say One-Tails, if anything, it's... One tells fault for having the bloodlust into Gara because you know he's a ginger a gingerky. So that's what I would say. Okay. Playing devil's advocate, you don't think uh guy should hold any responsibility for teaching him such a deadly technique? And no, because pushing him to I, use it. I wouldn't say that because like in all honesty, like how many people do you know defeated gingerkies? Like be real, like out the whole series. Like how I'm, many average ninjas do you know can beat? The Jinjiriki. So a lot guy of this was beating filler, so I can't really answer that. <laughs> <laughs> well, canon. We're talking about canon here. Uh, so I can't say that I think that guy gave him a reason to continue to be a ninja. And the fact that, you know, even I mean, for spoilers, if people haven't seen it yet, you know, man, it's, been out, it's been out for years. like years. No, it's been over for a while. You can go ahead and release that. <laughs> She talking so, talk about spoilers like they don't post the same Naruto fights every two yeah, seconds. Yeah. What I was going to say is I think that it's pretty cool that only a select few people can actually do it. So I wouldn't blame Guy for teaching Lee to actually, you know, have faith in continuing to be a ninja. Because without Taijutsu, Lee's pretty much... I don't want to say it, but useless. <laughs> so I think that it, I think it really helped them because you can see the power. Like when Guy went all eight gates against Madara, like everybody's like, "Oh shit! Like this is lit. This like. is amazing. This is crazy." Like some of the, the best, best fights. Anime. Some of the best fights are either Guy or Lee. So yeah. when, that's just uh, my opinion. When my guy went eight gates, I was sitting there like, man, this could be Rock Lee, man. Yo, that right. was not even, I wasn't even that, G. I just didn't expect it at all. That was a highlight. I was actually hating. No, no, I was enjoying it. But I was oh. kind of like, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was on the fence. I was on the fence because I felt like it was too much, like, too much back and forth going on in the war. Like, I already had an issue with how long it ran. Um, and at that point, I, it was I felt like it was too much back and forth. But when that shit happened, I'm like, yo, I ain't never think if you would have told me back in fucking before Sheepleton that guy was going to be the nigga that fucked up the main villain at the time. I wouldn't have believed I would have smacked the yeah. shit out of stupid ass out of here. But no, True. like that was super lit. Like I almost cried watching that shit. Unexpected. And back to your point, Sensei. 
I don't think that um, it's Guy's fault either because whole time, if Guy hadn't taught Rock Lee the things that he taught him, he probably would have sustained more injuries or I like taken more damage. Check it out. Yeah. So the reason why the reason why I brought this question up because me and me and Tay Guy have had this conversation a lot. Like we we had it more, like way more when that whole Sensei Romafe happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he he thinks that because I obviously you know I think Guy is a is the best Sensei. I think Guy's a better Sensei than Jiraiya for my own reasons. But uh, Tay Guy Tay Guy's take is that guy cannot be the best because of what he did to Rock Lee. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he gave him a chance to be a ninja. He's like, but I, but he also taught him a technique that hurts him and it ended up getting him fucked up. I'm like, it was either he knew that technique or that was going to happen sooner than it did. Like because it yeah. wasn't really, you know what I mean? I mean, that's like, not that's not really like a a real debate because like guy knows how to do the gates and he learned how to do the gates from his dad. So that means he had to withstand the same hurt and pain and struggle and training that Rock Lee was going through. So Guy already knows what Rock Lee's gonna go through when he's teaching him. So you That's can't blame you can't blame Guy for teaching Lee something that hurts his body when if we want to be real when people do genjutsu that shit when they eye is bleeding that shit hurts. <laughs> when Naruto <laughs> when Naruto was that shit training. definitely look like it hurts. You might be your eyes <laughs> like, that shit hurt and if they don't go kill somebody they finna go blind anyway exactly so so what 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 we saying here at least you can recover with the gates you can't recover it going blind and guy and guy definitely uh what you gonna say cuzzo oh no i was just about to say i'm with y'all for the most part like i can't put it on guy because honestly lee did it to himself you know Mm -hmm. Uh, as you can see he he's capable of going up to the sixth gate uh in shaputin so it just took more training he overstrained his body in his fight with Gara, you know, and that's mostly on him. And you know, and you can say Gara's one that hurt him, but like he just his body wasn't able to accept it, and to the point where like, oh, he should have done that. Well, it's like, well then, you know, uh, Kakashi was mad that Jiraiya taught Naruto the Rasengan, and vice versa. Uh, Jiraiya was mad that Kakashi taught um, Sasuke the Chidori. So it's like they're gonna learn deadly techniques because it's a warring era. Yeah. Strong survival. And whole time it is, whole time it is uh shitty writing too because um oh, I thought horrible writing. I thought oh I thought he was oh definitely. Oh my god, he's horrible. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, Ch- Chaputin was a mistake. Damn, damn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want. I'm gonna say my piece. I'm gonna say my piece after he finished talking. I'm gonna explain why I think Chaputin's right, a mistake. Go, go, please get in that bag. Hold on. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love the take from Poodle. I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm literally I'm sipping the, tea real see, quick. See, I'm on the edge of my motherfucking couch. <laughs> okay. Um, it is horrible writing because when he came back and, you know, was healed enough to fight uh, Bone Folks, I forgot, uh, Bone, 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 Kimmy, Bone. Kimmy Maru. Kimmy Maru. Um, <laughs> when he came back and uh, he was healed enough to fight him, I'm like, oh, bro, Zenkai Boo's finna be out of this world. Like, he finna go nuts in the rest of the series. And then, like, yeah, he kind of like plateaued after that, just faltered out and became like nothingness. And I felt like, like, uh, like Poodle was saying earlier, we missed the whole opportunity to where he could have been a great character, maybe one of the greater side characters in the history of anime. And that shit was lost. Yeah, he needs some more development. I, he yeah. definitely needs some more development. But, right. um, Taddy. I want to hear your, your yeah, take. Please, please get <laughs> in. Please get in your bag. I need to yeah. hear this. So, okay, 
for the record, I don't hate all of Shippuden. I just hate after the pain arc. Just keep it okay. real. After the pain okay. after the pain arc? Yes. Damn. So I feel like I feel like the Akatsuki was like like a great addition to like the villain. Like they were obviously people like people like dressing up as Akatsuki, like they're super popular. I think that their reason was really good. Uh what's his name? Nagato. Nagato's yeah. reason for doing revenge and having like the whole pains and like the world shall know pain and stuff. I think that that was epic. But as soon as Naruto Jesus Maki came out of nowhere talking about Jesus some talk, talk no jutsu. Yeah, don't do this. And he was don't on talk do no this. He was on talk no jutsu before that though. Yeah, he was, was, but it was like it was subtle. It was really subtle with the talk no jutsu. This was like, hey, don't destroy our world. You should return everything to the way that it was. You know what, Naruto? You're right. Boom, return. <laughs> like what? I agree that that's trash, but yeah. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I can say that it's terrible because of that. To me, that was the only. No, time that's, that's just that's just the first part of my presentation. Keep going. Second of all, as we continue on after the pain arc, I felt like I don't want to say I hate Sakura, but I felt like Sakura had so much potential and it just went out the window for like even all the female characters in Naruto for the most part just their development just went out the window and it's it started going through the entire arc where okay less less about this person less about this person and more about Naruto and Sasuke and it's like well what about everybody else what's going on I know like we're fighting a war y'all talking about the seven deadly um uh deadly servants of the mist it's supposed to be this OP team and then they look weak in my opinion the way that they was talking about Madara I thought he was going to be even stronger than what he was strong but I thought he was going to be like dumb strong and then you got the you got Madara and if he's supposed to be dumb strong as uh, when he's in um, crap what's the final part oh my gosh I'm getting the sage mode form when he was when he was in the yeah, when he was in Susano and he oh, was one v one in um all five of the, the first yeah all five no when he went one v one with the first Hokage I'm like you mean to tell me the first Hokage got the same power as <laughs> him with all the Jinjiriki I mean all the um Tentail beasts like nah this power up is like it's 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 off and I felt like if the power up was like equal then I can have more respect but it just it just kept going downhill and then some of the artwork was falling off in the anime. Ooh. It's like, what is going on? You get one episode where it's like, oh, this artwork's beautiful. And then the next 10 is like, what the hell is going on? And then fillers. Don't even get me started with fillers. All right, let's, did you read the manga? <laughs> they, they I, I did read some of it. I read like towards the end of the manga. It. Yeah. Okay. I can see why you, I can see why your view has been tainted. Um, <laughs> on, the, on, the, on, the artwork, on the artwork specifically, they were saving yeah, that budget. Yeah, I, I know, so. I know, but it's, it, it, that's just Fuck excuses. Boro, man. <laughs> oh, I seen the episode that's where I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh, that whole series is just a. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a fucking mess. But uh, to the to, the, to your to your uh, Naruto point uh, or to your Shippuden point more more so, um, I am of the belief that Shippuden was. Aside from character development, which we all agree was ass or poorly handled, um, the story was great until after the Five Kage Summit. 
after that, it took a severe like dip, de- yeah, decrease in quality, in my opinion. Um, I have a lot of problems. Obviously, we like I said, we don't really have to touch on the character development because we know that that shit is ass. But just like you were saying, um, as far as the seven, the seven uh, swordsman ninja from the mist or whatever, like all of that shit, that whole like bring these people back to life so we can fight them and have moments shit was like it was unnecessary. It was. Um, And that's just some of the things that added to why the Naruto war sucked ass um, and why the ending of Naruto was not that good. Um but damn, G, after the pain. What happened right after pain? Didn't didn't uh, Sasuke fight? What's his name? Itachi? Or am I, is that... No. Sasuke, Sasuke fought Itachi after pain. I mean, you only giving them, you only giving the series to the five Kage Summit. So that's really like, if you take the filler out, that's really only like 30. I st- because I started reading. Episodes. I started reading. <laughs> I started reading when I realized that it was going to be 130 episodes of filler after. Uh, the first Naruto and Sasuke fight. Like I oh, watched, shoot. I watched I like forty of them shits. Yeah, I watched like forty of them me. shits, and I literally was fucking like, "Bro, when is he gonna go search for this nigga?" Like I was, you know what I'm saying? And then I Sorry. realized, like, "Oh yeah, no, nah, that ain't a thing. This is this is what you call filler." That was the first time I ever ever heard of filler. I'm like, "Oh well, <laughs> let me start reading this shit because I'm not finna do this." And then so I basically had. Everything that I was watching in Shippuden, I had already seen in the manga. Um, so I guess I, di- I didn't really give a fuck too much about it. Like, I don't, I don't hinder the anime for the fillers. like Or the series, rather. The anime is a separate entity, but I don't hinder the series for the fillers. Um, but yeah, man, that's a good-ass hot take, Poodle. I see you. I see you. <laughs> Silly. Spicy. Yeah, I fuck with it. Um, getting, getting into the interview. Uh, you... <laughs> oh no, you good? Like I like when we had the conversations. I know a couple things about you. You don't like Madara. Uh, you do love Rock Lee, um, and you watch the anime. You don't fuck with filler. So we got a couple things to go off of. Uh, speaking, and that's a great question to start with because we talk about like you know the amount of like power responsibility you have to kids. Um, you as a kid, poodle, like. Or first up, what age did you get into like anime and like cosplaying, like this whole world? Was it in stages or did you just start off in one chunk? It was in stages. So um I started liking anime. I started first of all, let's let's start from the beginning if we're gonna do the beginning. <laughs> Take y'all um, back. Back inside. Um me as a kid, I enjoyed cartoons as a whole. So I want to say that because a lot of people are like, I, I started anime around this time. It's like, no, I started liking animation since I was like, since I could see pretty much. Facts. I, I grew up watching Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. Um, shoot, times I didn't have cable, PBS, shout out to Arthur. You know, that's one of the hot shows. Hey. Um, Disney, all of that. Like, I just always loved cartoons. So when I was introduced to anime, I just thought, oh, this is another cartoon that I enjoy. So I started watching anime technically when I was in middle school going to high school. And it started with Toonami, which I'm pretty sure everybody, um, for the most part, have, has started R. I. their... R.I.P. Tom. <laughs> has Tom. started their anime journey in Toonami. Um, I started watching Inuyasha. I watched a little bit of Bleach, but I couldn't really get into Bleach like that. 
I would I would watch this really scary anime that I just it would give me nightmares. It would be a parent what is it? Paranoid agent? The guy with the bat, the golden bat. I think it's paranoid agent. Never I stay away. I stay away from it. I was so scared <laughs> as a kid, it's ridiculous. But I started watching all of those shows, mostly in Yuasha, because I thought it was interesting. And then as I'm, you know, watching Tsunami, flipping with like watching Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, all the other stuff, anime just started to merge into my lineup as far as like what I watch. But I didn't know I was watching anime until about college. Like I didn't know it was called anime. I didn't know it was a whole different genre. Yeah, exactly. Because like I said, it it started to merge. I didn't care. It was like, okay, a show is on that I like. I'm going to watch this. Because I was watching the dub. I wasn't watching the sub. So I, college is when I, it, yeah, I was introduced to like friends. They're like, oh, you watch this. You should watch this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just cartoons. They're like, no, this is, this is anime. It's Japanese cartoon. I'm like, oh, crap. You have okay, some good friends. Okay, cool. They didn't shun yeah, you. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they knew that I liked it genuinely. I just was misguided and I needed to be, you know, Guided in the right direction, which I'm I'm happy about because now I got a poster full of just all the animes I enjoy in my room. <laughs> so it's, it's that's where I started anime. Cosplay didn't start until after I learned more about what anime, manga, Japanese, um, like Japanese animation, like what all that stuff was. So I would say college is when I actually started cosplay, and then you know, who, who was your first cosplay? So a lot of people don't know this, but they assume that Rock Lee was my first cosplay. My first unofficial cosplay um, was when I did Green Lantern for Halloween back in 2015. My first official cosplay, which was meant to be a cosplay, was when I did Speedo Sound Sonic from One Punch Man. And I did it for Anime Expo. Mm. So Rock, Rock Lee was not my first cosplay guys if you guys are hearing this uh it was like uh, the third i also saw on well i've noticed that you do video game characters too right yes i what do, you, do. Uh, who do you prefer video game characters or anime oh, anime anime they have they they have in my opinion more like colorful options that's just me. I feel like for gaming, especially the games that I enjoy, is not really options as far as how elaborate they are, except for like um, props or weapons. Okay. Like that's okay. that's the um, highlights of it. I had a question, Poodle. Sure. What process do you kind of, and I'm GB, you probably was going to get into this at some point, but I kind of yeah. wanted to know yo, uh, just for your first few cosplays, what process like did you have to go through or? not go through to decide all right i think i'm gonna do this character like is it more of a i think this fits me i think i'll look good as this character or just like a oh i like them i'm gonna do this um so it first started with whatever i watch i would cosplay one character from that anime like that's how i would do it so like rock lee was a given because obviously i'm such a big Rock Lee fan. I have this man tattooed on me. Like, <laughs> it was a given. I'm probably gonna cosplay Rock Lee like a couple of more times before I die. 
Um, after that, I wanted to get into, I know I wanted to get into Bleach because people were like, the big three, the big three, you know, One Piece, um, Naruto, Bleach. So I'm you like, heard right. it here. You heard it here. Uh, <laughs> Stop arguing about it. Oh, why well, was an argument, son? Ever. That's a, like, that's a real argument. I just thought that was yeah. okay. So I'm going to educate be people because it sounds like you guys are having a hard time. The big three does not mean the big three out of all the animes that were ever created. What is the top three? The big three is literally a time in Shonen Jump, which is the magazine, the Japanese yep. magazine that yep. they have, where One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach were fighting to be number exactly. one exactly. among us, those guys. Pre- That's why they are called the big three. It's not Pre- because of, I don't know where JoJo's Bizarre Adventures come bro, from or Dragon Ball. Shit. I'm like, none what the heck shit. are y'all even none talking about? Shit, bro. None of that like, shit. now you can say the new age big three definitely, you know, that's that's up for debate as far as sales. Like, we have a couple I'm options for that. that, but original big three. <laughs> That's the reason why they're called that. Is it has nothing to do with like what's going on today. It's around the time where people are actually purchasing manga instead of stealing them on the internet. Like you heard it here <laughs> first, guys. Actually, I actually never knew that was a real conversation. I always thought it was just like a troll conversation. No, bro. People are no, really, it's real. Really fighting over like big three, misinformed. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, I just I just thought everybody was in on the joke because that's literally if you if you probably if you Google it. It'll probably pop up like it the does. Anime Big Three. It does. Let's it see does. this right now. <laughs> like people, you thought it was a joke. Like Baku goes dead. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> even, I just thought it was just like a giant like trolling thing. Like ah, uh, Big Three. It was just trolling, like throwing random bullshit. No, you gotta, out go, there. Like, you gotta go. on Twitter. It's horrible. It's it's I, really horrible. I'm on Twitter, but I'm I'm recently back on Twitter because of the podcast, and not like I haven't been on there. In some years, so I've just gotten back on there maybe like last month. Same Z's. Oh, wow. yeah, so it's different. I, I just thought it was a troll conversation, uh, cracking jokes like, uh, Demon Slayer is three or whatever, and then everybody's just laughing, like, no, not Demon Slayer, but uh, My Hero Academia and in, in, in Boruto. But hold on, oh, Boruto will never be no, no oh, I'm no. about to vomit. You mentioned Boruto one more time, <laughs> son. I'm not trying to hear that. Niggas really think My Hero <laughs> oh my Academia God. is big three, though. No, son. Like, get out of here. It's a great anime and manga, but like, it's not. Great is a is a stretch. So, uh... <laughs> so <laughs> we're not reading the manga. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we reading. know we know how you choose your characters. Oh, sorry. So yeah. So I I started doing this technique because um actually because of One Punch Man. I started watching One Punch Man. I didn't want to cosplay One Punch Man, even though he was one of my favorite. I thought that Speedo Sound Sonic was funny. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do this. This is like, you know, super epic. It'd be really cool to cosplay. After I did that, I watched Bleach. And I was like, Bleach is a part of the big three. That's the only anime I haven't watched or, you know, read. Um, Let me watch it. So I started watching it. And then I got up to like the Spada arc. I'm like, all right, that's yeah, that's hype. Okay, I see what the hype is. And then I did, and I did um, (laughs) Holly Bell. Um, I did her, and that was just so much fun. I thought that she was an epic character. Now that I gave up, I was like, I can't, I can't with this. It got too many fillers. I don't know what's going on. Somebody just, hey, just I catch me up it. later. <laughs> like I can't I with. It. 
I'm sorry, Bleach, but y'all, y'all, y'all dropped the ball. You hear that, Blanamy? You hear that, Blanamy? <laughs> I tried. I tried. I legit tried. I, I never will call Bleach trash because one thing Bleach will have over any anime, I don't care what anybody says, the soundtrack right. is freaking amazing. It's freaking amazing. Like, I can listen to it while I'm walking down the street, while I'm, like, you know, studying or doing whatever. Like, their soundtrack is amazing. Artwork, amazing. But you need to hire a writer. I'm sorry. I, I, never, <laughs> I never really got into Bleach Heavy, but I do pick up the manga time to time. And fucking the panels and the fashion in that manga is fucking next level. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. They snapped. Uh, tell me about your journey. Like, at what point did it stop being a hobby and became something more for you? Uh, like, were people giving you confidence as you went and like they were liking the cosplays? Did you ever, did you ever doubt yourself? Did you ever find yourself like poodle? <laughs> you was in the mirror. Maybe, maybe you had a couple glasses of wine or some hard <laughs> self like poodle. This ain't for you. What are you doing, girl? What are you doing, girl? <laughs> Crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, if you're talking about like just doubts on cosplaying yeah i mean i think that every cosplayer has that happen to them where they don't think that their work is good enough you got to remember like cosplay is another form of art so it's the same as if somebody that's painting a picture and they look at their their masterpiece and we're like oh this looks amazing but then when they look at it it's just like eh, i'm not really feeling it or something needs to change or this this and that so cosplayers are the same I think that for me, because um, my weakest point is sewing, I'm still trying to work on that. I'm better at crafting than I am sewing. I can make you know major big projects. I can I can do armor. I can I can do a lot when it comes to crafting. But because my sewing is weak, when I do cosplay or, or I'm forced to have to commission and get somebody else to like make a part that I can't make, it kind of you know, brings my self-esteem a little bit down because it's like, dang, I wish I was talented enough to do everything myself and not just part of my cosplay. Yo, so that's this, like actually crazy. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Uh, that's like so crazy because I didn't realize that people made their own cosplay until like yeah. last year. Like I always thought it was like a website that everybody went to <laughs> and was like, well, I'm a size, I'm a medium, so... Let me grab this fucking Inuyasha fit in a medium. I'll grab a white wig and I'm gone. Like, you know, I didn't know. I never, until last year, I went to uh, C2E2, which is our uh, conference here in Chicago. Um, right. And I talked to, like, I, I fucking love cosplay. Like, I, I, I'm the guy that's taking pictures of damn near every cosplayer I see and just posting that shit on Snapchat being annoying as hell. Um, but like I talk to some of these people if I, you know, if they chilling and I'm not, they not trying to take a picture and we'll just have a conversation or if we in a line or some shit and I'll ask them like, yo, so like, what's up with this? Oh yeah. So I made this sort made you made this? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> like they talk about all this city, silly putty and shit like that that they use. And I'm like, yo, motherfuckers really is out here sewing and gluing and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Weld sometimes welding some shit together to make some shit look dope. And I'm like, bro like you can always get it commissioned like I, I want people to know that you don't have to make your cosplay to be called a cosplayer 
cosplaying is for everyone. If you haven't, you know, heard that, you hearing it now, don't doubt yourself just because you don't know how to sew or you don't know how to craft. Like you can go and get something commissioned or buy it and still put it on, go to a con and have fucking fun. Like don't ever let somebody degrade you just because you didn't make your cosplay. Uh, like, you trying to? You trying I got to a question for you. Some, to some commissions. I got you. If you, Dead it's ass. a, no, it's I'm a serious. massive Facebook group. Bag. It's a massive Facebook group that's called Cosplay and Commissions. You can look it up on Facebook. They have over like ten thousand people in there, and they give you quotes if it's a cosplay that you want. And it's other people out there that are willing to, you know, make whatever character that it is that you want to do come to life. Like, you have options. Everybody right. has. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna definitely link after the pod because I need. To know. <laughs> I got E2E2 you. is February 29th. So you I got might be paying some money, but that's cool. Um, t- for Teddy, yeah. when um, you were saying you sew and then crafting. So what exactly is crafting? Like, can you explain so that kind of? Crafting is similar to how can I say um like like building how not nice. Not as like detailed as what I'm about to say, but like how an engineer builds like maybe like okay. computers or stuff like that. It's just crafting is like the cosplay version of that. So I use a lot of uh, Eva foam. Uh, okay. I have like three of three uh, glue guns. I use you know Gorilla Glue tape. Me personally, I like to stay in the lower budget cosplaying. So if I teach people how to do something, they are not like burning their pockets. So most of my cosplays are made out of recyclable material. Um, a lot of people don't know that because I don't broadcast it a lot, uh, which I should. I should actually start doing that. But you can make, you know, armor out of cardboard. You can make your weapons out of, you know, just recyclable materials. You can make metal looking things out of like bottle, can bottles and just paint it with like acrylic paint and, and spray paint. I've done it before. Like with my Lifeline cosplay, everybody loved it. And like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. And little do they know, 90% of the cosplay is made out of recyclable material. So you can do it as, you know, being in a budget. Um, other people that are super talented, they use like Warbler. They use, like you heard, they use like a sculpture where they'll they'll put something together so they know what it looks like. And then they'll, they'll build upon that. But mostly people use uh, Eva Foam. Are there any other phases to your process? Like, is it like modeling, crafting, sewing? Um, Me personally, since, well, in the cosplay world, I'm still fairly new at it. I've only been cosplaying for three years. That's technically still, like, new in the cosplay world. I'm still learning myself. I'm, like, learning from other people how to do certain things. Um, like, Cutie Pie Sensei is really good at her builds. I've been looking at her. Kimpachi uh, is another person that I look at. I'm on her Patreon so I can learn her pattern techniques and how she like lays out stuff. She's she's awesome. So I can say that I'm, I'm still learning. I'm probably not the best to ask as far as like what's the proper process because I kind of eye it. I, I kind of wing it because that's what hey, I did with like all hey, of my stuff. I just that, should be, that should be dope. <laughs> that should be dope, G. What's the latest one you did? Uh, Shorty from Food Wars? The meat shorty? Oh, yeah. You, you talking about meat, meat? meat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> meat, G. Shorty was raw, G. I say that. I'm like, damn. I had to comment like, yo, this shit fire. <laughs> you know, so you. like, whenever I watch, uh, whenever I watch Food Wars with the secretary, man, she always looking at 
breast and she just be like, why she got those little red dots on her shit? Like, what is that? Uh, me, me. <laughs> I'm me, like, me. I'm like, meet me be out here with the lust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For real. But yeah, so like has you uh so so like you said, you've only been into cosplaying for three years, which seems like a very long time just in a in a creative uh perspective. Cause I just think about like all the lessons and everything I've learned in the six months since doing this pod. And I'm sure like you've picked up a lot of lessons. So to think that you're still like a, a child in the game is is wild to me. Like that's like being like baby Yoda and being 50 years old, but still being a baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to think about it. Um, everybody's journey is going to be different. So when I first started cosplaying, I was, I was buying my cosplays. And then it got to where um, I wanted to do more elaborate cosplays where, you know, you can't buy them. You have to make them. So technically I didn't start doing like crafting and, doing my own cosplays until like the middle of last year or about last year. And then this year was like the year where I was really grinding and, and doing my own stuff. So everybody's journey is going to be different to me. I'm still a rookie only because I don't know as much as the next person because I'm still learning. Um, I had a question. So like, can you give us an example of one that you feel like would be too much to, try to buy like something that you feel like you have to make yourself oh yeah uh my lifeline cosplay <laughs> you can't buy that you can't buy it it's too many parts especially if you want to make the the dock the floating mm-hmm. thing that you mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. like all of that stuff you 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 can't buy it like with amazon or um other websites you have to either make it or or commission somebody to make it for you like there's no way around buying it from like a what is it like a a merchant store yeah right but anything else like i think anything that's popular you're more likely able to buy than you can with something that's like semi-popular like my hero academia you can buy that they shit is in party city for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Naruto headbands are just everywhere. Uh Diva, Diva from Overwatch, her outfits pretty much everywhere. But if you was to try to make like Lucio's outfit or yeah. or Reinhardt's outfit, you would not be able to find that in like Party City. You have to yeah. you have to go out there and make it yourself. So I would say the more popular things you have a better chance of purchasing. The least popular things, but are still just as cool as the popular things you have to make yourself. True. Uh, how much True. time do you? How much time do you put in? Like an hour, I'm a, two hours. I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bitch. hell of procrastinator. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I procrastinate the shit out of everything. My lifeline cosplay. It could have took me. Like, I could have spent, like, an hour on my cosplay if I would have, like, an hour each day on my cosplay if I would have worked on it on time. Instead, I'm busting my ass for three weeks (laughs) trying to get everything done for E3 the first time I did Lifeline. And then again, when I was trying to do it for TwitchCon, because I I cosplayed her twice, I got to stop procrastinating. So... I procrastinate the hell out of shit. I, it's one time I did a whole cosplay in 24 hours. Like that's how bad of a procrastinator I am. Man, 
man. That's gonna come with the territory though, cause like uh this episode is airing um like this episode would be airing a couple months out from when we're actually recording it. But if I would have had to do that when we first start the pod, never. Like I was procrastinating to the very last minute. Bro. Um, kinda, I'm, a, I'm the same way, bro. But now that I'm trying to go next level, the ideas and the, and the thoughts I had earlier, kind of put paper, trying to figure out how they link up. And so I think that's just a natural progression. You said you're still young in the game, so, you know, you never know. Um, Gee, I'll be the same all the way growth. With, uh, with editing videos, bro. Like, I'll yeah, record bro. a video and then, fuck it, I'm hungry. Let me make a sandwich. And I sit down, throw the game on me. <laughs> bro, like, <laughs> like, words, bro. Come Damn, back six hours man. later, and that's 12 o'clock. I still got to edit this video because everybody uploading their shit to mine. I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, I could have been did this shit bullshitting. Man, don't let me get like a phone call or you know. Yeah, what I, you don't, I don't. I don't think that's procrastination. Though. I think that's just um because I I have that same problem. I think that's our attention span just going everywhere. So like I get what you're saying. Like you're doing one thing. Like you're working on this, and then all of a sudden, like he said, like the phone rings, and then you're doing that, and then you might look down on the ground, like oh snaps, it's dusty. Let me sweep my floor, and then you start <laughs> sweeping your floor. <laughs> And then you see something else, like, oh, let me do this. And then you look at your project and like, wait, shit, it's 10 o'clock. I was supposed to do this like a whole long time ago. So I think that's just, we just want to get so much done. Not with me. me, It's it's 100% procrastination. uh, That's me. I'm 100% 100 conscious of what the fuck I should be doing. But then my mind will also be going like, I mean, bro, it's it's only four, like, you exactly. Worked a, G. You worked the whole so day time. today, bro. Like you deserve this this hour of of villain saga and, and ramen or whatever. Like the excuse <laughs> I tell myself, and then <laughs> villain saga in, and I'll be like, "All right, man, it's five. And I'll stand up and be like, "It's only five, yeah. I ain't planning on going to sleep until like ten. It probably take me like two hours to do the episode. So that means I really got three. Uh, what else <laughs> could I do? I think I'm gonna go." And so with me, it's a hundred percent procrastination. I'll be bullshit, but like yeah, I've been sitting on this damn uh one punch man video for the longest. Still ain't edited this bitch. But we we can't have that either because like we're in, all of us are in fields where like you want to be relevant, you want to be dropping things that are current and, and be ahead of the curve. So like right. as as we grow, and I'm sure Poodle, you're gonna be like feeling this too as you get ready to go to the next level um of, of your cosplay. Mm. Um you're going to have to start planning things out more, like, because it's going to be a point right now, like, um, for me personally, and maybe maybe it's, like, outside of mom, but, like, ever since I've learned who you are, I feel like you've exploded onto the scene. Like, I find you on my timeline, on my explore Bro. page. Cool to the um, shit, G. Yeah, like, fanboy. like, like This is like, fanboy in me talking. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, your growth has been popping. So, for me, I see that as, like, you know, one, that's, uh, confirmation that you are on a path that's working for you, but number two, like I see all the growth, and I'm I'm just like yeah, like she gonna be moving to that next day soon, and then when you get there, you're gonna be like yo, I gotta go to like thirty conventions this year or some shit. I gotta bruh. be on it. I can't afford to. <laughs> she be said, bruh. To, yeah, <laughs> I can't afford to put it off. Like nah, I feel you. I I think I think that me doing um my patreon has forced me to be more time consuming and me streaming has has like changed my perception of procrastination i've been like okay 
I have 30 days to do this cosplay, so I got to really bust my ass to actually make it. I can't procrastinate and wait. It's not a convention that's coming up. This is like, I, I have to do this now. So now that I'm on a time crunch, I'm like forcing myself to, you know, meet the deadlines that I have because I got people that are paying to see the next cosplay that I do. I can't, I can't do it. It's a business now. It's like, it's not just you poodle. It's, it's other people, it's people in your community that are supporting you That's and want to see you grow that are helping you and you can't let them down. And anytime it has to do with me trying to make a promise, I do my hardest to keep that promise. So it, it definitely helps. Shout out to the doghouse. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate you guys so much for having my back. Um, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't even be, you know, exploding and, and owing your time on your news feed in the first place. I'd probably be somewhere eating popcorn and watching haiku or something. I don't know. Haiku. <laughs> who's, uh, who's the doghouse? Can you can you hit Let's me to So <laughs> when I first started streaming, um, I think some random person came in and was like tatted poodle. Cause a lot of people don't know it's related to me being the SG row. Right. So they're like, is your dog tatted? Have, are you a poodle that have a tattoo? That's embarrassing. What is this? What is that? Why are you a poodle? Why are you a dog? Are you in the dog house? And then it just stuck. It was like dog house. You know what? We're gonna keep that. <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my piece. I'm gonna call my community the dog house because like we. That. We're ratchet, we're silly, we're, you know, just explosive, we're everywhere. You can come and be whoever you want to be, except for racist, um, in the doghouse. So, yeah, you know what? This is the doghouse. Welcome to the doghouse. And that's what I call my community. They're the doghouse. Oh. We got to come up with a name for us. The bros are called. The bros would be upset. Like, yeah. Nah, oh, that's he not, probably that's don't already had them conversations. Look, it's copyright. You got to chill out. Hey. <laughs> so, so, so check it out. Um, I hypothetically, but you know, I, I'm I'm also interested in cosplay, but this statement is hypothetically, um, hypothetical. I'm a young cosplayer who's you know interested in you know doing this for fun, but also, um, I want to make sure that. If I want to grow it or monetize it or do something business like with it, I have that kind of opportunity to do that. What I heard from you just now is, you know, have a have a community and have an engaging community, which we know as creators. Um, what have been some other things that you've had to learn and kind of work on to make your transition to Patreon and make sure like the Patreon works and any any like lessons that you took from it, trials, so, tribulations? Um, don't feel you know, bad about kind of picking other people's stuff, taking it, not taking it verbatim. Don't take it and just straight up copy and paste it, but taking what you like that other people are doing and applying it to your business. So that's the best thing I can say. Modeling business plans. Yeah. So like my platform is still going to be different than the next person's cosplay platform, but I may see something that, you know, they do that I like. Like um my one of my closest friends, she's actually a Delta. Uh Hey J cosplay, if you guys know her, she's super awesome. Um if you guys seen on Instagram, she actually did QLO when I did Gone for oh, the yeah. cosplay. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about yeah, yeah I know you're talking about. Yeah. I'm sorry, so, wait, it's a Delta that cosplays? 
Yeah. Uh, she's awesome too. Goes to Instagram. Could you spell that out for me? Goes she's, to us. <laughs> she's on she's on my page if you want to see. She did Kiola. Um <laughs> so she does every cosplay that she, like she does with uh Afrocentric style. So she wears her hair or she'll dye her she'll spray paint her hair that color. Um so she can be that character, but like her hair is like an afro or it's like super Still curly. Reds, yeah. yeah. I got you, Cuzzo. I got you, Cuzzo. So. <laughs> oh, I, I, I already found it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So with her, she already has her, like her, her style. That's her style. And one thing I was looking, I'm like, okay, her, she has different cosplays that she does, but she has this it factor about it that's, that stays consistent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need something like that. I, I'm not going to take what, you know, she does and apply it to me. But one thing that I like is color. I, I like colorful pictures i like colorful things like everything color so i'll apply that to my cosplay i'll put that as one of the ingredients to what makes my cosplay different from everybody else and now you know people know me for my you know accuracy with cosplays but they also know like oh that's the picture that was like with the bright colors that's that's you know even the the one where i did with meet me is like pink background Super fire, you know, <laughs> outfit. <laughs> like everything's about color, and I've always been drawn to that. So that's something I picked up. Like, okay, I need consistency, and that's what I mean. Like, you can take something from somebody else, just make it your own. Do you have tears on your Patreon? Do you do tears, or you just have one tier? I one? do have tears, and they're related to <laughs> they're related to Overwatch, which I try to apply everything I like in everything that I have. So. The tiers that I have are the comp ranks. So you have bronze, um, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, and masters. And you can pick whichever one that you want. When you were working out like your pricing and like the offering here, how long did that take you? Like what were some of the things you were going through trying to figure out? Like how did you how did you work out placing value on the different products and services that you plan on offering on Patreon? So my community ranges from people that, you know, may have a budget to people that just like splurging. So I wanted a demographics that was going to be, you know, wide. So I do have, you know, a lower one where it's, um, you know, maybe you don't have enough, but you want to still support me. Cool. Throw that $2. Boom. There you go. (laughs) But if you want to dish out some, like some real money, just because you want to see me succeed, it is a a big tier that I have for people that want to do the bigger tier. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Um, You do get obviously more perks with um, different tiers as, as far as when you go up, but Everybody, for the most part, gets the same minimum content, which is awesome. Because you get to see the cosplays that I do before I even post them on social media, which makes it awesome. That's dope. <clears throat> That's popping. Um, I want to kind of shift gears just a little bit and get a little bit political thing that's been kind of on my timeline. And I is kind of like the, the shaming that comes with cosplaying, specifically kind of like race shaming. And one of the hashtags that pops up a lot these days is kind of like a a hashtag black cosplayer here. 
And yeah. are, are you familiar with that whole thing on Twitter? <laughs> I know how it started. Yeah, I'm huh. familiar with that. <laughs> oh, okay. it was a it was a girl. Um, it was her first time cosplaying, very first time cosplaying. Um, she did. I'm probably gonna butcher the name. It's from Demon Slayer. Um, Nizu- Don't worry about it. Nesco. 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 Netsuko, excuse me. <laughs> I, I've seen the series. I watch it. I'm still learning names. Shout out Man, to Ren Goku. That's all I got to say. That's my homie. Hey, I ain't even started yet. But uh, <laughs> sensei, sensei, you can't be calling her Mitsuko. Mitsuko. It sounds so good. Mi- yeah, you, finna- <laughs> you finna get us blocked by all the new era. Whatever. No, they only watch. They only watch Black Clover and Demon Slayer, bro. So we, Them niggas will be okay, bro. <laughs> Black Clover fire though. Black Clover is fire. I, I'm gonna start it once. Uh, once Mike finish uh, the first 24 episodes of JoJo, I'm gonna start it. So I, I think you should yeah. read it more yeah, than that's what I'm gonna watch it because um, I enjoy reading it more than I did watching the anime. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm probably I'll watch moments that I think are cool in the manga, but other than that, no. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she was cosplaying for the first time. It was her first time cosplaying. And everybody's, you know, the black community's like, oh, you did a good job. You look so cute. You look amazing. And then here comes the racist, the racist people coming out of nowhere because they, they favorite, uh, their favorite, what, what is it called? A waifu is being cosplayed by a black cosplay and they about to have a damn heart attack. You can't do that. Why are you doing that? She's not black. You look like a ugly monkey. Like all these hurtful comments, and she had wow. to, she had to make her Twitter private. Damn. Like that's because it blew up. Like it blew up. It it got like over I think like ten k likes and like all these retweets. It it blew up. And everybody's just like, what the fuck? Like, it's 2019. We know racism still exists, but shit. Like, you guys are really brave. You guys are what? really, really brave out is, here. Is that really the first time they've seen a black person cosplay as somebody? It's not. Black? And it's it's only it only happens when their favorite waifu is being cosplayed. If somebody cosplays Hinata. If somebody cosplays uh, Mercy from uh, Overwatch. If somebody cosplays anything that's their their waifu waifu excuse me they have an issue with it and then they're all up in arms and they're saying like oh they're not black they're white and it's like no dumbass they're actually japanese if you want to be politically (laughs) correct so like get your information you know straight like how are you telling how are you telling somebody they can't cosplay something because they're this and then you get the race wrong still like cosplays for everyone like, stop yeah. trying to be a gatekeeper, period. Like, on, no matter what size, race, how short you are, how tall you are, like, you can cosplay. You can do whatever you want. Just don't blackface. Real, real no blackface. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before you continue, can you explain for those of us like me what a waifu is? Who may not know? Oh, what? A uh, waifu? Damn, Warren, the- you don't know what a waifu is? <laughs> he, he, a ca- he a casual anime fan. Oh, yeah, you're a casual fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> waifu and husbando, because you'll see, you'll hear both of them, is basically just a Japanese way of saying wife and husband. Okay. But because it's, it's Japanese, it's like, oh, let's be different. So, you know, like it's, the, also, it's, it's, also, 
it's also like uh, primarily related to anime characters. Yeah, yeah. But I did have a I did have a uh, a, a, a topic lighter but more similar. Like <laughs> what you were talking <laughs> about. Like no, it's, they're not white. They're Japanese. I have an issue and. It's not really like an issue that's like a burning issue for me, but when you know how like a lot of you know a lot of us in the African American community always talk about black anime characters, right? So when people like get up in arms when you know like someone says Piccolo isn't a black character, how does that make you feel, bro? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an intent- he's, he's unintentionally black. black. <laughs> G, he's an alien. G. Well, he's, black, he's an bro. alien. Well, I think what? okay. So I think that the way the reason why people say Piccolo is black is because I think his his voice actor is black. Is his voice actor is black? I think maybe. So I think, <laughs> I, think I think that characters like that are unintentionally black. Like you can hear them, hear their voice, preferably I guess in the dub, even sometimes the sub, and you can tell. That okay, they're not black, but they <laughs> are black. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Like, huh? Uh, Piccolo, Piccolo got <laughs> drafted. Oh, white. Piccolo got drafted in the race drafts. We the people of the black. Yeah, delegation. I think it's one of those things. Oh, yeah. the black <laughs> delegation. We the people of the black <laughs> delegation. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's, doesn't Piccolo. he have the same voice actor as Vegeta? I think yeah. white too. Vegeta, uh, Yamcha, oh. Vegito, Autumn, same dude. Oh, is this uh, really? Oh, snap. Yeah, Christopher Sabat. Yeah, Chris Sabat. He lit. He does, Sabat, him. My bad. He does, he does uh, Sabat. I think he exactly. voice act. I think he's the same voice actor that does um All Might. All Might. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, he he got yeah, a few under his belt. Shout out to him. Hey, he made Piccolo song a nigga though, right? So he black. He, no, he <laughs> don't. G, he sounds like Piccolo. And he's an Piccolo alien. Black, he's bro. green, my nigga. Oh my black. god, dude. I'm not rolling but with Piccolo, you. Piccolo is an alien, but if the black community what? wants to make him black, <laughs> then he can be black. That's fine. Oh my god. That's so <laughs> this, com- this conversation is funny. because He's like, a person of color. Literally. Oh, wow. Okay. So now he's colored. Okay. Piccolo's he's black. The Fuck out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, the POC, he part of the uh, universal diaspora. Exactly. Um, <laughs> as we as we go back and forth about like the race and everything, um, just touching back on like the 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 young lady that unfortunately had to like endure that. Uh, this is inevitable. Unfortunately, like these people don't really come up and give you that type of smoke to your face because then you can just give them the two piece no fries. Two piece <laughs> no but, biscuit. So like they they usually do it over the internet. Uh, do you experience these things? And if so, like, how do you maintain your tough skin? I know that, like, you're Greek and everything. So, oh, like, I was uh, about to say, I don't think I can say that. One. <laughs> I know you're Greek and you got, like, got resistance to shit, but like, I'm sure you're like, hard. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, fortunately, I I am Greek, so I was able to endure. Um, Hardship. Construction, constructive criticism, and um, unne- unnecessary, um, you know, situations. Uh, so it was easier for me to, you know, if somebody says some some stupid. Plus, I'm from the hood, so if people say stupid shit. Facts, it's, like, what's up? it's like, okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you're stupid. Like, get out my face. 
like you're not going to do anything or <laughs> the funny thing, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this on the podcast, but I'll threaten people that I'll, hack, say whatever their, the fuck I'll, I'll, I'll hack their stuff. Like I had this racist guy. It wasn't cosplay related, but when I was playing Overwatch one time, I recorded the whole video. He was being racist. He was calling me a monkey. He was saying, um, I need to go make a sandwich. Obviously, that's like the stupidest thing that you can say to like a girl in gaming, whatever. But oh, I was okay. just like, I was quiet the whole time. I'm just like, all right, cool. You saying all this other stuff. You're being you're being an idiot while we're in comp right now. And I'm carrying your ass. I'm carrying your ass right now at that as mercy. So you on your team too? PS4. How do you play? You play on uh? You play on PC? I got PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. So I can play on any of them. But if you got Overwatch on PS4, we gotta play G because I be needing niggas to carry. But uh, no, that's like the most toxic fucking place in the world. Like. If, if video game related, oh, I don't play Apex. I don't know what it's like there, but Overwatch comp is extremely. Apex isn't that bad. I've been actually the community for Apex is actually really really good. I haven't ran up. into like any assholes. Like it would be rare. It'd be like one in the blue moon. But Overwatch, doo doo, Su- super duper toxic, bro. But go but ahead. But I I was quiet the whole time. So then I did. I had I got some some buddies, some friends. <laughs> hey. And we On didn't the even have, side. you know, we didn't have to do nothing crazy, but I found this man job. I found he had a YouTube channel. Sure. I was like, okay, so we want to be racist. I called this job and I was like, this is the type of employees you have at your job. Ooh, I'm under the bus. Like, the don't, don't play with me. I don't, the one thing I don't play queen. is that racist bullshit. When it comes to my cosplay, when you want to call me Rakisha, because I'm cosplaying Rock Lee, like, I will come for you. Don't play with me. I don't I don't play when it comes to like racism though because my thing is you doing all this stuff on the internet. Period. Like you're not doing this to my face. You're not saying this to my face cuz you know if you were in my face it would be a different story. So because you want to do this on the internet, let me make you fearful on the internet too. Like don't do that. That's not cool. That that girl that's cosplaying for the first time that's her first time, guys. I don't think a lot of people are hearing this. Like, yes, that's literally fun. her Imagine. first time. She's technically a virgin to the Causeway world, and somebody just snatched her opportunity and made it a horrible experience. They be haters and, and weak people that's just upset that, like, most of the time it's just people that's upset that they not doing what you doing, yeah. which is why normally I just hit motherfuckers with the subscribe to the pod. and Bro, uh, we run into so and, many. And plans to the Patreon. That's all I got to say to you, bro. Gee, I, I like, like you was talking about, you know what I'm saying, like being Greek and just being able to resist a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, the shit, it, yeah. it, the shit becomes funny. Like, like ha- having people tell you, like, yo, you talk too much. You should shut the fuck up. Or, bro, like, you ugly. Bag up from the camera. Like, shit like that. It's kind of like, okay, thank you for watching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, thanks for the view. Thanks for the comment. Like, subscribe, my G. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah, shit just right. kind of rolls off, bro. Like, it, it just becomes funny. I, like, even with video gaming and shit like that, when people, you get mad, they get mad because they lost a match or some shit, and they want to get toxic and message you and say all type of wild shit. Like, it's just like, thanks, friend. Good luck on your matches. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The shit just, it, the shit just gets funny. Yeah, no, the hate's real in video games. <laughs> Speaking of that, those, those people normally the same dudes that, like, they they do shaming everywhere. And while I'm thinking about like the whole 
the whole shaming thing. We was talking about Patreon earlier. Uh, when you were like, was it hard getting the confidence together? Like, be putting pictures on Patreon and be, you know, sharing these things with like. Strange. It was. It still is. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what you mean was? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. Do you do a uh, lewds, as they say? <laughs> I didn't know this question was coming. Yes, yes, I do do. Um, I try to do the actual cosplay, whatever the character mm-hmm. looks like, and then I'll do a lewd version of that. And then sometimes I'll just do like. So the thing is, my my lewds aren't really lewdy. If that's a thing, because like you gotta, you, yeah. So it's it's hard to explain. I know a lot of people are like poodle. What the hell are you talking about? You gotta understand. I I have a master's in photography, so my interpretation of when I look at my photos looks different than what everybody else sees. So lewd to me is more, and I'm not slut shaming anybody because I think most of the lewds that I see look freaking awesome lewds to me is more sexual sexy and my quote-unquote lewds are more just like artistic artistically sexy it's like it's like victoria's secret versus you know more like out and about open about it like Mm, no, Fenty's still in the Victoria's Secret type vibe. It's like it's like lingerie versus bikini, Uplifting. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I can say like lingerie versus bikini, kind of. Ah, so I, I like my my artwork to look a little bit different than how everybody else um, has theirs. Mm-hmm. So. I, mine is lewd. It is lewd, but it's, in my eyes, it's artistic. That's all what I have was, to say. What was what was easier for you, starting the cosplay or dropping loose? Well, I've always been comfortable with my body. Um, well, no, let me. No, I'm about to lie to you guys. I've always been comfortable. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, <laughs> I've always been comfortable with expressing myself through my body since I um, started graduate school, and since I started, you know, my journey of being a photographer, I've learned that. Like, it's okay to be nude. Like, it shouldn't be seen as something that's distasteful or something that should be uncut. So my thesis is actually on the art form of nudity and um, urban, urban, um, sorry, urban scenery. So I'll Mm -hmm. go places that have, like, graffiti everywhere and this place looks crazy and I'm butt-ass naked, like, in the middle of all of that. But... If I told you, oh, butt ass naked in in graffiti, you're thinking like, oh crap, she's doing something where maybe somebody got kidnapped. And then you'll look at my art and you'll be like, holy shit. Like, how did you do that? Like it looks completely different from what I'm saying it to what I'm like what you're looking at. So when I started to do lewd, I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll just pop on the outfit and start modeling. Like it's cool. It's nothing. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't phase me that people see me like that. I can fuck with that. Um, hey, I caught the, that bitch this time, GB. I, look, you heard me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me laughing, G. I caught that. 
What you laughing at? Call it bro. So check it out. Check it out, G. Uh, just a little backstory to like our life <laughs> as at the Worst Generation podcast. It's a sidebar. There is. I live by a fucking metro train station. So this fucking train is like very aggressive and angry, especially at night. So like when we, when I record the pod, I, I record in the area with a window, and that bitch be like, like <laughs> loud as hell, honking his horn. But I always like I'm never fast enough to catch it because I, you know, what I'm saying I record on my phone. So like I be I hear it coming, I hear the ding ding ding, and I'm like playing on my phone trying to face recognize so I can get back to the app and press <laughs> mute. But by the time I get there, that motherfucker honk that horn and then yep. it fuck up the conversation. <laughs> so I'll be like, fuck, let go that train. And everybody just it's become a joke, like a running oh, joke no, now. I so I caught it, it this time. Right? As I'm like, yeah, I have to catch it. I cannot. I heard, I heard, <laughs> I heard it. I heard it just starting up. It was like, huh? and then it just went mute. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I see, I see YouTubers that be having that issue when you're recording. Bro, have, like, it's the worst music. shit yeah. ever. Yo, like, I be having a, I legit just sit there and just like, all right, well, I'm going to have to cut out this three minutes of fucking audio because, like, this train, like, and I'm having to remember where I stopped. So it's like, yeah, bro. So Saitama was doing, and I'm like, <laughs> Mad you, should, you should add it as a sound effect, like, make it a sampler. Uh, so we talked about it. We talked about, like, sampling it and everybody get their own. That could be his. <laughs> A lot, a lot of times we we get lucky, and he's not the actual person t- talking, so I can just wipe his track away. But them times were like he's in the middle of a. It was monologue, that one time. Like it was that one time we was monologuing about. Uh, we was doing that chapter review, and that train oh. went off, bro. And I was like, ah, my bad, off his grill. So yeah, I my bad. That, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to cut everything off, but I I just had small victories. It's you know the small victories. Yeah. You good, bro? We um, we taking we taking a break from the lose. Um, yeah, I did have the- a, I did have a separate question. Um, outside of the whole lose thing, um, as as far as like your cosplaying and not not to get too you know what I'm saying serious or too negative or anything like that, but like what are like some of the biggest challenges you face, um, or have faced in the past with cosplaying? Not like outside of outside of building it or crafting it yourself. But just like the 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 initial thought of I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna post this, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like what challenges are, are is it do you have as a cosplayer generally? Mm. And and to, to dump on mm. top of that. Oh, sorry. okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> sum yeah. that up, sum that up with like what has been the greatest value to you, like your greatest skill or like what you attribute most of your success as a cosplayer to when you finish off that. Okay. Uh, I think for most part, everybody, every cosplayer has this issue, which is money, finances. Um, mm. The richest cosplayer, the one that's professionally made, isn't even like a multimillionaire. So like you have to take that into account. Like this, this, career if you're trying to make this a career it doesn't pay a lot most of the time like if you're if you don't have a patreon and you're just like you know the average joe that's cosplaying you're spending money out of your own pocket to make these things to make this elaborate thing for a convention or for a photo or so and so so i think that for me it would be finances because 
one, I'm technically just a part-time cosplayer because I have, a full, I, I have a full-time job. Y'all said dope, though. I just had to let you know. Thank that. you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been pretty hard trying to balance out a, a full-time 40-plus hours, you know, a week job and try to cosplay, get these days off from said job, and go to these conventions to go see my friends. So I would say finances and as far as like on a professional level, I think finding a photographer, like I found one, but his time is limited. So I don't have like a set photographer. I could take my own photos, but because my camera's broken, I'm kind of like screwed right now. Mm. Um, other than that, if you're talking about mentally, I guess just the fear that nobody's going to like it because it's different when you're doing it for yourself and then when you're doing it for, you know, a business. Because, like, if people don't like it, they're not going to support you. And if people don't support you, what the hell are you doing? So it takes time to try to figure out what it is that you want to do. So that's why I, like, I let people vote for my cosplays. I let I'll go on Instagram and be like, "Hey, this is the poll that I'm doing for this. What what do you think I should do?" And then whatever wins is the cosplay that I'll do. So that helps a lot it with it, the community getting involved. Yeah, that yeah. Makes it, easy. It, it helps with the like community getting involved, and they like, "Hey, I got to pick, you know, her next cosplay. That's super cool." And then actually seeing the cosplay that they pick, they get like super happy about <sighs> it. It's probably a lot of anticipation too, because like, oh, I picked the cosplay and now I get to wait the two weeks or however however long it takes you to put it together. Um, I get to wait like the whole time. I'm just thinking like, oh, I can't wait till she dropped that uh, Nesco the uh, cosplay or whatever. Like you, but not as, not as creepy as he just sounded. But yeah, <laughs> that sounded creepy. <laughs> you, just just did, you definitely sounded low. creepy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna lie. lie. We just started talking about loots. <laughs> it was just like, hey, dang. Okay, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. You ain't gonna go outside, G. I got you. Was not, was not trying to be creepy about it. Uh, nah, you good. Nah, like, you good. You good. I'm just thinking about when I vote for shit in, in general. Like, it's not... I think for me, like the anticipation, like waiting to see what it's going to look like or what it's going to be or what the experience will be is probably better for me than like the actual, like the finished product, just that moment in between. I'm just the person that enjoys the journey most times more than I enjoy the destination. So I think that's an aspect to it too. Like they get the vote and I mean, it probably sucks if your vote didn't win, but if your vote wins and you know, you waiting on it, waiting on it, waiting on it, it's just a special ass feeling. Like it feels good. Like, yeah, I mean, most times when when the poll goes on, it's pretty, it's pretty unanimous. So that helps. I don't think I've I don't, I don't think I've seen polls where like if I do it, where it's like cut even, uh-huh. which is a good thing because it's like okay, majority of my audience they want to see this, so this is this is good. This is the cosplay that I'll go with, and that's the cosplays that I usually do. Like most of my known cosplays outside of Rock Lee was voted for like when i did starfire people voted for that when i did uh boozette people voted for that these are cosplays that i would probably never pick a day in my life <laughs> i don't play super smash bros i don't play luigi's um haunted mansion unless i'm in an arcade and i'm cosplaying these characters so it's like 
that I think that's pretty cool because now because the community picks these things, I get to do what I love to do, which is to research. Cause that's my favorite part of cosplaying is researching, which is weird. Cause everybody's like, what the fuck you like researching? It's like, yeah, yeah. I like researching. It's that's awesome. The, <laughs> that's the best part of anything. Like, you learning stuff and you picking up new information. You probably find a new video games you like, who animated you into. Um, that's the dope part, like stretching your mind. Yeah, I learned so much about freaking Asta just by somebody saying, hey, Asta's like Rock Lee. Maybe you should check out the manga. And this is before the anime was even Poppy. said to have an anime. Like, this is when the manga first started coming out. I was I was hip to Black Clover since, like, the beginning. I'm not trying to, like, showboat, but hey, showboat, I'm, re see? I'm reading Black. Black Clover, and I'm just falling in love with Asa. He's, like, he's literally, like, a Rock Lee Jr. He has no powers. He likes to work out. He likes to be strong. <laughs> he likes to, you know, he has a goal as his intention. A lot of people say that he's, like, Naruto. And I'm, like, okay, the only thing he's, like, Naruto is... He wants to be the Wizard King. That's literally it. But if you read the manga, you will understand he's not like Naruto. So Yeah, I agree with that. He's more so like Rock Lee, where it's like he has no powers, but he has this this cool shit that only he can do because he works hard. And I think that's super epic and super cool. So who's more of a headass, him or Rock Lee? <laughs> I'ma say that's fair. She can't slander the BD. Yeah, but she heard how she hesitated. That means like I hit a, I was you know that's a good around my fed right there. But, more of a head ass. Only because Asta only gets it because he in the anime he yells too much. I blame the anime for making me hate him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He yells okay. entirely too much in the anime. But other than that, I, I love his power. I think he's super epic. I want to cosplay him, but I already cosplayed two uh, characters Charmy? from. I already cosplayed Charming. I cosplayed um, Vanessa. Wait, what? Let me. I'm about to go back to you to your Instagram. That website. was a, <laughs> it. Was a Patreon exclusive. Oh, oh. never mind. Oh. <laughs> you got to hit that subscribe button. Never, never posted on social media. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, at the risk of sounding like a creepy interviewer now, where do you see yourself? <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? Um. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know you were gonna ask me that question. Now, <laughs> a lot of people ask me like, "Oh, is streaming your, you know, your go-to is cosplay and what you want to do." Guys, y'all gotta understand. Sometimes people just like doing shit because it's fun. That's a fact. It, it, that's literally what I'm doing. It's not that I want to make it a career. If I can get paid for doing it, that's super awesome. But I only cosplay because it makes me happy. I only stream because, for the most part, outside of me raging, it makes me happy. <laughs> you said raging. Well, talk about it, Queen. Go for it. How many times you rage quit? Uh, how much time? G, we don't we don't rage quit. G, we just get pissed and like get. Off <laughs> oh the no! Oh, just, Apex, I Apex, I rage quit. Apex, like, I rage you will quit. leave a match. I ain't never leaving a match. G, I don't leave. I don't rage quit. Oh no! I, 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 like I never in Overwatch left a match unless it, unless it's I'm quick saying. play. If you're talking about comp, I yeah, never I'm about left comp. a match. Yeah, I'm no, comp. no, no! I never rage quit that bad. I just I just chalk it up. 
after I lose, I'll take a break. I, I'll play like another game or I'll, I'll watch like anime or I'll start doing other stuff, but I will never reach quit. I think that's the stupidest thing that you can ever do to your teammates, even if you're having a bad game. Like for you to do that or to throw a game just because it's fun, you're an asshole. Like that's horrible. I totally agree, G. I totally I, agree. It's I, fa- I FaceTime this man Sensei one day, and this boy looks so fucking miserable the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's crazy? That I, was bus hitting, <laughs> I was hitting up Poodle to ask her to do this pod while playing cop. And I was at the teller like, look, I'm sorry for responding late. I'm in a comp. Oh, yeah, we like, said that. I'm like, I'm in a comp match, yo. Like, she just got the way. Yo. Like, I was like, girl. comp match? I'm like, what, what comp match are you playing? What game we playing over here? Definitely playing Overwatch. No, my, like, my girl is so mad. Like? She'll, call, she'll call me, like, like because she doesn't like she doesn't like coming from the parking lot to get to the crib at night. So she'll, yeah, want, me to walk. She'll, she'll want me to, like, walk with her. And I'm I'll, like, if I'm in a match, I'll be like, but you just gonna have to sit in the car. For a second, <laughs> until, this, <laughs> until this match is over, because I can't get, I can't just leave for multiple no, reasons. One, me not doing shit. Yeah, me not doing shit means that we not progressing as a team. And plus, Two, you get kicked out. Yeah, I'll get kicked, and then I'll get banned. I lose fifty SR. Fuck that, bro. Like that's just fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn. But Never no, seen this man so miserable, bro. He's on the like. And then, and then he's like, uh. I thought she was gonna cry at one point because he looked up. Was the crazy part is, bro? I'm killing right now. I'm carrying these niggas. Gee, for real. It be, it be like that. These niggas be so toxic, and then the team fall apart. But you wait, what's your good. what's your SR? Uh, I'm Diamond Healer. High Ooh, plat- I heard Diamond is super toxic. Yeah, bro. Diamond and Diamond and Plat are very toxic. Well, I don't want to. No, Plat is in between. Gold. Plat is, is very in. To- yeah, gold, he plat gold hit and miss. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Hit or miss. No, I, I'm, no I'm agreeing with you. Plat yeah. is hit and miss, and then I agree with you with gold being gold toxic. Gold is, like, super toxic. Diamond gets real toxic. And people be good. Like, I've, I've strived, like, I strived all the years I played Overwatch to get to Diamond, and I finally got there last season on Healer. Um, I'm, like, 2,900 on Tank, and my DPS is ass. I'm, like, 25. So I'm, like, barely plat. Gold, like I'm straddling platinum gold on my DPS, but like people, people like are so like they be so good in diamond, but they get so upset over the littlest shit, and it makes them just say fuck the game because they know that they can get their SR back like immediately. But like for people in gold and shit, like no, bro, ain't no getting upset, bro. Like hello, I'm on, I'm on a seven game losing streak. You better put get it the fuck together. Like if you on a seven game <laughs> losing streak, I'm gonna need you to get Yo, off but, and get some water or something. Pull, you don't need to be playing no more combat. The day, day GB called, the day GB called me was the day I was on like a very very long losing streak that boy was like, dehydrated losing I games God, yo I, I go to bed so fucking mad like my girl be so pissed like yo you you mad at that game again yes don't talk to me just let me let, just let me lay here just let me lay here look you gotta you gotta do it this way this, this is this is my my take on comp if i lose two in a row i get off period bro I, yeah no, we, we do three me and my homies shot, me and my homies come on me, no, 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 you, no. Do you don't bro. understand. You get, no, bro, you gonna get so fucking triggered, G. Like, like you'll be so triggered that you, you, you make stupid ass mistakes, and it's yes. just gonna make you even more pissed. Yep. You can't play while you're angry. 
So yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to you, Tadapudo. Thank you for joining us on podcast. Uh, your personality is absolutely awesome. It's vibrant. It's beautiful. I think that you are gonna have a lot of success ahead of you just because you're so uh, interactive and engaging. And it's hard to even tell that this was your first podcast. So like, double hey, shout out to you. Facts. This probably Very wasn't your engaging. first interview. Yeah, man. Just thank you again for joining us on the pod, man. This was a great. This was a great ass conversation. Good content. Um, go ahead and share with the fans your like socials, like your Instagrams and stuff. Oh, um, the easiest way, just go to tattypoodle.com. That has all my social media links. Um, but if you type in tattypoodle on any platform, I should pop up. So Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, it's tattypoodle22 on YouTube and everywhere else it's just tattypoodle. All one word, right? No space. I didn't no even space. know she had a YouTube channel. That's what's up. I do. I'm going to subscribe to you. You subscribe to me. We do it like that. Subscribe That's to fire. I got you. Ah, plug, plug, I got plug. you. <laughs> I scratch your back. You scratch mine. Right. Sip, 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 sip. Yes, I like that. And <laughs> uh, as always, Supernovas, man, join the conversation. Talk with the whole Worst Generation podcast family. Share your cosplay ambitions with us, man. Any dope lessons that y'all learned from this episode and make sure that you Make sure that y'all use that hashtag Worst Gen Talk. Um, all of Tatty Poodle's information can be found below in the show notes, so you guys can check that out. Go tap in with her, see her Patreon, uh, see the website, see her streaming, uh, send her some money, send her some words of encouragement, whatever she needs. Uh, I hope that you guys mm. laughed and learned from this episode. Not money. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> People need money. It's 2019. We got you make me sound like I was doing a GoFundMe. <laughs> no, not at all. But like, if they subscribe, <laughs> that money. And what's wrong? No, with I'm sorry. That just made me okay. Laugh. We we go back back there. Uh, sending your love, sending your encouragement, words of words of encouragement. Uh, just click that Patreon link. Choose the highest tier. Uh, <laughs> we hope that you guys learned and laughed during this. So, and most of all, I hope that everyone's inspired. If there's any cosplayers, anyone out there that wants to get into the game, uh, do know there's a long journey ahead of you because do it, Tatted Poodle. Do it, just and do she's it. saying she's new, but like they just said, just do it, man. Just hop in, go hard. You know, you always got a friend in Tatted Poodle, you can hit her up, she hands out advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, that's it for this episode. Stay tuned for a sneak preview of next Friday's episode. And until next time, we out. Bad niggas. Super. Super. You just listened to the Worst Generation podcast produced by GPM. If you made it this far, you probably fucking with us. So subscribe, rate, and review the Worst Generation podcast on your favorite podcast app. Join the conversation by following us on Instagram at Worst Generation Podcast, on Twitter at WorstGen underscore pod, or by leaving us a voice message. We really want to hear the thoughts and opinions of all our listeners out there. You can help us create more content, live events, and giveaways by supporting us through Anchor or our Patreon page. All links are in the show notes below.
strength in a man is in the woman who packs him up and in you. 